Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. A century ago, supply chains were relatively simple. Today, especially amid the global pandemic, they are anything but. If you didn't know it already, you probably know it now. Supply chains are all over the map. They're fragile and incredibly complex. The pandemic has certainly highlighted the importance of a reliable supply chain. Joining me now is Monique van Weinbachen, the Sustainability and Corporate Communications Director at Natural Habitats Group, as well as spokesperson for Palm Done Right. Welcome, Monique. Thank you. So for those who don't know, palm oil does have a dark history. Can you give us some background on that and tell us about Palm Done Right and why it's called that? Yeah, well, Palm Done Right, and many people may not know that, is an ingredient that we find in everyday household products. And it has grown really rapidly over the last two decades. And what we've seen is that it will continue to grow due to its versatility and affordability. And uh, what we have seen in developing resource and biodiversity-rich countries, it offered a lot of economic development opportunities. And uh, that rapid expansion of palm oil cultivation, that has had really adverse impacts on the environment, but also on the communities. Uh, We've seen deforestation, we've seen wildlife habitat loss, displacement of indigenous communities, exploitation, pollution. And so that is really the dark history of uh, palm oil development. And in order to counteract these negative impacts, uh, probably around 2007, a group of companies and NGOs came together and really created initiative to eradicate those bad practices and replace them by good practices. But we, in 2009, when we started as a company, Natural Habitats, we were convinced that, you know, these practices could further improve. And we believed there was a better way to grow palm oil, uh, which is organic, deforestation-free, wildlife-friendly, fair and social. And um, we embarked on that journey, working in Ecuador, first with a known small plantation and then uh, reaching out to markets seeing that you know our message of organic palm oil sustainable palm oil ethical palm oil was resonating in the market needing to scale up and working with local farmers in ecuador converting them from conventional to um, sustainable practices we also saw a need to clarify the other side of palm oil so that with a lot of conflict palm oil out there, so the dark side of palm oil, that there was also a good story to palm oil because the crop itself is very efficient, it's very versatile, it adds to product quality and product performance. So Palm and Ride was created as a campaign and a movement to also show that other side of palm oil and that there's a good way and a positive way to grow palm oil, and that it brings a lot of benefits, both in markets and in the countries where it's grown. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of those benefits that you mentioned? Well, I think on the side of the producing countries, the benefits are, of course, that it provides a lot of jobs. It provides income for people. It's a very highly efficient crop. Well, if you compare it, for instance, to other vegetable crop, its yield is far higher, five to 10 times higher than other vegetable crops. So those are really benefits. It, it provides farmers 
with a year-round income because they can can harvest it you know on a regular basis so those are very important benefits on the origin side on the production side on the market side it's very important and has a lot of benefits because it uh, it adds to shelf stability of products it adds to for instance making products more crunchy it makes products more creamy it gives for instance personal care products and so products the leathering power so there's a lot of benefits also on the product performance side. You named a few products there. I mean, how many different products is palm oil actually in? Yeah, well, I think people will be shocked to hear that palm oil is an ingredient in approximately 50% of all the products they find in grocery stores. So it's in food products, personal care, it's in cleaning products, also in candles. You find it everywhere. Wow. I certainly didn't know that. And I I wouldn't think most people would know that. That's very surprising. Yeah, because, you know, in just a few products, you will find it listed as a vegetable oil. Some might even say palm oil. But in most of the products it's used, you know, there's fractions used or, you know, it's been turned into ingredients of which most people, you know, can't even pronounce the ingredient name. So it's, it's, it's also, I would say, a fairly hidden ingredient. Wow. So tell me a little bit about the roles, because being a vertically integrated company, there are so many different roles involved in this. Yes. We started ourselves in 2009 with a small plantation and seeing the need to scale up because we saw market traction. We decided to reach out to uh, local farmers and looking at our teams now in Ecuador, we have a team of agronomists and technical people who do that outreach to farmers and who work with these farmers in order to train them in organic practices, sustainable practices. They support them in administrative activities they need to do. So that's very important. The farmers, they harvest the fruit. That fruit is brought to a mill. So at a certain time we acquired our own mill. So we now have our own mill from which we press the oil from the fruit. Then there's a next step or an extra step, which is a palm oil crusher, where the oil from the palm kernel is extracted. So palm kernel oil, palm oil goes to a processor. So we have a strategic partnership with the local processor that we've been working with for many years now, who converts the palm oil and palm kernel oil into ingredients that we are exporting to the US and European markets. So there's a lot that goes into that. We're in the middle of a pandemic. How has Palm done right adjusted in the field to ensure the supply chain would continue to function or did it not? Did you see hiccups or delays? Well, of course there were hiccups like probably we've seen in all the markets. We needed to set new procedures in our factories, safety procedures. So what we saw in Ecuador, the government allowed the agricultural activities to continue, agricultural and processing activities. But of course, it was very important to protect the people, the workers, uh, to have safety procedures, but also do reporting, testing. And of course, you know, when we found cases, people had to be in quarantine. We also experienced, you know, a limited uh, amount of farm visits because some farmers didn't want people on the premises due to, you know, they were scared to be infected. We saw a delay in audits that we also needed together with our auditors gear up for so that meant we had to go to more 
let's say, remote and paper audits. We had to start a new collection center. So we opened a new collection center because farmers, for instance, were only allowed up to a certain time to bring their fruits. So in order to make sure we could continue to, to buy their fruits and they could also sell their fruits, we opened a new collection center. Yeah, so there were, there were disruptions, but I have to say they were fairly limited. And because we have an integrated supply chain and we work you know, with all the actors in the chain, we were able to adjust. Yeah, so in that sense, we experienced little disruptions. But of course, you know, we had to have all people on board and all, you know, rolling up the sleeves to really make sure things could continue going. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you didn't realize it already, the pandemic probably really highlighted the importance of having that integrated supply chain and being in control. Yes, yes, indeed. And even, you know, since we we work so closely to our farmers, but also in the communities, we were also able to help out there where there were needs. I mean, just as a simple example, I mean, in the communities where we work and with whom we have a lot of contact, of course, like everywhere around the world, kids could not go to school. But you can imagine that, you know, internet connections, but also laptops, you know, those were things that people were lacking. So, for instance, the Workers Association of our mill decided to use some of their Fair for Life funds to buy laptops for the school kids so they continue their schooling. So, you know, that connectedness in the supply chain, but also in the communities, that really helped moving things forward and, um, and keep things going. It's pretty amazing that something like palm oil can lend itself to the community in such a way. Yes, yes. I think, you know, palm oil in the communities where we work, in the, in the production landscapes, they have been growing palm oil for such a long time. And we have, of course, communities where, where palm oil farming is their main activity. But I think, you know, we were able, through connecting, to bring a positive force. Palm oil also lends itself to the topic of food security. How has the company helped in that respect? Yeah, well, I think if you look at our production landscape, there is no food insecurity. But of course, I mean, palm oil, the vegetable oil is an important ingredient. You know, it's what people use for cooking and it also gives them their fats or their calories. Fortunately, there are no food insecurity in the landscapes where we operate. With such a dark past and you're working so hard to do things well, people probably want to make sure that they are buying palm oil that is ethical. How can consumers identify brands that are doing palm oil correctly? Well, if we look specifically at Pond and Rights, we have on our website, but also through our social media channels, of course, we talk about the brands that buy our palm oil, that collaborate with us. So that's the source for them, www.pondandright.com. But also, there are more companies sourcing sustainable palm oil. So some of these companies are highlighting that. Often, they don't highlight that on their packs, but some of our brand partners are highlighting it on pack. I think what consumers should do more is really look for and reach out to companies and ask them, you know, what are they buying? Are they buying the right thing? On websites, probably most of the time you'll find palm oil policies or how they ensure they source sustainably. But it's, it's not always easy to find for consumers. Right. Are consumers really that proactive? Do they really do their homework on brands? 
a good question. I think, and that's why I'm very happy to see more of our brand partners using the Palm and Right logo, because it makes it very clear that uh, sustainable, organic, and ethical palm oil has been used. And our latest campaign, one of the campaigns we did earlier this year, is Say It on the Wrapper, which is a call to action to brands, but also retailers, to talk more about it, highlight it more on their pack, but also a call to action to consumers. You know, look at the ingredient list, you know, be mindful, think about what might be in there and what the source of that palm oil could be. Mm-hmm. Brands can only be as good as the consumers allow, if you think about it. I mean, consumers have to research and buy these products, right? Correct, correct. But at the same time, like we were just discussing at the beginning, where you asked me, so where do we find palm oil and how many products do we find palm oil? I think very little people realize or understand that it is in so many products because like i said it's it's often well we could call it a a hidden ingredient people are simply not aware that palm oil is used in their products so you know there are these lists that you can find on internet where you know you can see all the different fractions and all the different names that are used whether it's in shampoo in soap uh, but also in in detergent where you know, you know, that the source has been palm oil, but it demands some time and it demands consumers being very mindful of the the choices they make and the products they buy. Some of those really versatile ingredients that, like you said, is in cleaning products, but also in dietary supplements and foods. Yes, probably most of the, the people listening, you know, they'll use it every day. You know, it's in nut butters, it's in candles, it is in crackers, it is usually used for frying potato chips. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. So what are you working on now? What's next for Palm Done Right? We're continuing to reach out to brands, but also retailers. So, of course, call to action and reaching out to brands to uh, look at their, their palm oil sourcing and convert, you know, their sourcing from conflict palm oil to sustainable palm oil. Um, We're working with retailers. There's a few retailers that we are talking to uh, where we had a call to action to review their palm policies because, you know, we see retailers, I mean, they're gatekeepers. They're changing their policies and they demand their suppliers to use only sustainable palm oil. That's a very important thing of, of, of changing the buying habits. At the same time, in origin, since we see there's more demand for organic and sustainable palm oil, we're scaling up. So reaching out to more farmers, that is something that's important. And we're also looking into the next step in our certification, which is regenerative organic certification. And what exactly is that? Regenerative organic is basically the next step where there are companies like Dr. Bronner's, but also Patagonia, Rodale Institute have looked at the next step in order to make sure we keep our soils healthy, we sequester more carbon. So it's really a more climate friendly approach or combating climate change in agricultural practices. Okay, got it. When you speak about your retail partners and as you work out these partnerships, are you working with any retailers here in the United States? Yes, yes, we do. We do. And also there on the on the Pondon Right website, we have more than 60 retailers who are Pondon Right partners. And coming September, we'll have Pondon Right Month. And this is when our retail partners uh, will be highlighting Pondon Right and also highlighting brands. Something to definitely look out for. 
as I sit here, I'm looking around to see what might be made out of palm oil. (laughs) It's something, the moment you get up in the morning until the moment you go to bed at night and it's, you know, it's, it's in the morning for breakfast, you know, during lunch, a little light snack, your dinner, it's, it's everywhere. It's in all those moments where, well, you're consuming, but also washing your hands, using soap, it's everywhere. What an eye-opening discussion. Monique from Natural Habitats Group and spokesperson for Palm Done Right. Thank you so much for joining me here on the NutriCast. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutriCast on iTunes. And for even more neutral-related content, you can always head to NutraIngredients-USA.com. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week.